This is the Douglas Robin Show. Welcome to the Den of Discussion. This is Douglas Robin. So sorry about the long delay, folks. Just a lot of busyness going on, a lot of changes going on. Um, switching thoughts, changing sort of that, that paradigm shift of uh, how I see myself, how, my, how I see the world. And sometimes you need quiet for that and some downtime. Um, so, but today I wanted to speak to you about something that I've been noticing, uh, camaraderie and the individual. And I'll start with my daughter. So we were at a, a, her volleyball game. She started playing volleyball. She's 12. Um, she's never played any group sports before. And they're not very good. <laughs> they can't get the ball over the, the net half the time. But there's something very interesting that I saw, and that was the camaraderie, a connectedness. Um, yes, you play as individuals, but you play with a common purpose. And what a great way to build that, taking that into the world as you get older. So they're all playing their game. They have this camaraderie, giving each other a high five, laughing, smiling, being a part of something bigger than themselves. I play softball and I, you know, I often felt like, it. you know, I love playing baseball, always have. Um, and softball, again, similarly, there's a common purpose. So a common mindset, we're trying to win, we're trying to do, you know, whatever on the field, at the plate. Um, and there's that instant bond, <clears throat> excuse me, bond. Um, and again, a like-mindedness, we're trying to accomplish something together. We're still individuals. We still have to, you know, perform and bring our, our best. You know, some guys are better at fielding, some are better at hitting. Um, but ultimately, you know, we, we bring that individual self to this group model, if you will. And we're a part of something. It feels good to be a part of something, right? It's hard to be sad and depressed when we're a part of something, when someone's cracking jokes or giving us high fives. It's impossible to be depressed when you're getting high fives and laughing with someone. And the opposite, though, you know, when I was growing up, uh, for whatever reason, you know, family, whatever it might have been, schooling, I often felt the opposite, that I was not a part of anything, that I was kind of isolated. Um, and when you're isolated, that's where the depression is. That's where the sadness is. That's where that feeling of, of displacement, uh, of that you don't belong. And I never learned, even though I played group sports growing up, uh, for whatever reason, I carried that, that outsider mentality that I, I Sure, I had some camaraderie, but all in all, as far as schooling and everything else, I often felt like an outsider or isolated. And I think that's often where a lot of my depression comes from, a sense of feeling hidden or isolated or alone um, and no one to kind of connect with on this, this grander, broader level. Um, and so... If you're suffering from this, as many of us do on, in various levels, take a look at your life. Is there anything that you have sort of a, um, a connection with a broader 
self or a broader group to have a like-minded, you know, focus. And it makes me think about society as a whole. You know, America is very individualistic, rugged individual, and that sounds well and good, but we're all not cowboys on the frontier. You know, we need socialization. We need connections with like-minded people, people of similar interest. And I think what happens is often people feel powerless and probably I'm going to even say men feel more powerless. And I say this because women typically have better social networks. They're typically kinder to each other, um, kinder as a whole. Uh, this is why I'm very glad women are getting more into politics, more into you know, uh, the upper echelons of companies, et cetera. They've done many studies that, that countries with more women at the helms of things are happier countries. So I think a lot of men, including myself at times, isolated, feel alone, often feel powerless. You look at the news and, oh, my goodness, within minutes, you feel depressed and powerless. And so watching, you know, my daughter play this game with this huge grin on her face, even though they were losing. She was slapping friend, high fives with friends and, and giving them hugs. And what a powerful experience that is. And if we could take that into our lives, into our adulthood and have a share a common purpose with people, uh, either in our organizations, our workplaces uh, or other. But really, in a broader self, aren't we trying to do that as a group, as humans? Doesn't our broader consciousness, broader selves, dictate that we are helping each other or living our best selves and essentially all part of this group that is the human? And when we are doing this, it's sort of a selfless act or it seems to be, but that's where we bring the most love, the most compassion the most passion. And again, when we're isolated, that's when there's sorrow and almost a selfishness. You know, you, when you're depressed, you're sort of selfish because everything is about you. Every event and every reaction, oh, I feel bad, I feel bad. And I've been there a million times. But it really is a selfish place because it's only about you. Your reaction to events and feelings and triggers and everything else that's happening. feels like the world is happening to you. But when you're in this broader place, when you have a like-mindedness and when everyone is working sort of harmoniously, not that you're going to necessarily get that because everyone is, you know, has different beliefs. And again, you look at the news and, you know, everything is vitriol and divisiveness, but that's not the truer self. The truer self is everyone has some sort of purpose or inclination that drives them that they're trying to get to if they allow themselves the, the honesty of what compels them. And this brings us to that broader self, like, like a clan would have or a tribe would have a common purpose. And when you have common purpose, you have identity, you have laughter, you have camaraderie, and there's no space for that depression and low sense of self. And the last piece I'm going to say today is, you know, we're, we're always so accustomed or trained to praise others. Hey, great job over here. You know, high five over here. You're really great. And yet we hardly shit all over ourselves. We're always harming ourselves. Ah, you didn't do this right. You're not smart enough. You're not good enough. You're not anything enough. Not skinny enough, rich enough, whatever enough. There's always some comparison that we set ourselves to fail. 
And that's the, the danger. We have to step back and, and give ourselves high fives. Give ourselves, you're great. You're a really good guy. You really try. You really tried with that person, that woman, that, that guy. She needed your help. She needed someone's help. And yet we often look at the, the part that we failed or didn't do well enough. But we don't acknowledge, and that what makes us feel bad, right? It isolates us from this, this, this better whole. And if we just took a few minutes every day or just as the, the day progressed and said, you know, you're a really good guy. It changes the dynamic. It changes the dopamine in our heads. It changes the chemistry that we are experiencing. And I mean, the chemistry as far as the, the body physiology uh, and chemicals. So it's not cortisol and stress. Now it's dopamine and joy. And so you might have something bad that happened, but getting back to it, let, letting it go and just saying, hey, you know, I did my best there. I'm a good guy. I'm smart. I'm caring. Um, and it changes the way we look at ourselves because we are worthy of our own self-praise. We are worthy of our own acknowledgement. We are worthy of our own um, encouragement instead of the opposite because all of the good stuff brings us into those places of like-mindedness camaraderie joy all that negative isolates us depresses us because it really is just um uh, programs in our mind so as as tony robbins was well you don't catch depression right you become it you know oh, this happened and i feel bad about this and then you just start feeding upon it and after a half hour you've gone down that rabbit hole and death sweeps over you. And it is a horrible place to be. Horrible feeling. You feel like there's no love in the world. But you can counter it. You can counter it with switching the thoughts, switching the emotions, switching the beliefs. And again, that camaraderie when, you, when you're out there on the field with others, even if you're losing, you're still bonded and connected. And you take that into the greater whole of humanity, you change the world. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. Hope I'll be consistent again. Hope all is well out there. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Douglas Robbins Show. To find out more about Douglas and his books, check out douglasrobbinsauthor.com.